Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pre-Game Rumblings Pod brought to you by DraftKings, where this week I will be previewing the Buffalo Bills 8-3 traveling to Foxborough to take on the 6-5 New England Patriots. It is Patriots Week, Bills fans, and you know what that means. We've been waiting for this week all year, every single season. I know the rivalry with Miami is big. I know we hate the Jets, but there's something about Patriots week and it is finally here and it's a Thursday night primetime game with the 815 start on Amazon Prime, which means Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are under the bright lights once again. Last week after beating the Lions on Thanksgiving, which I know it was early in the day, but still under bright lights, the entire country was watching, broke a record for that time slot you know, for, for Thanksgiving day in history, I think the Buffalo bills like to play under the bright lights. I know it's a quick turnaround for most guys. This will be the third game in 11 or 12, I believe 12 days, which is a lot when you, when you are looking at how, uh, just how brutal the game of football is. And, and obviously also the practices and the the travel and just the, the short amount of rest, but they're up for this game and then it puts the Buffalo Bills in position to have like a mini buy like a week and a half off instead of turning around quickly so I think it can work in our favor when it comes to getting healthy again Um, we've been obviously there's some concern with Von Miller we'll get into all that we'll get into the injury report but let's talk about it the AFC East right now is a very competitive division in my opinion right now it's the best division in football Every single team currently has a record above 500 and every single game feels more important than the last one. (laughs) So for the Buffalo Bills right now, we are 0-2 in the division since losing to the Dolphins and losing to the Jets this season. The Patriots are coming into this game at 2-1 for the division, but they also still rank dead last. So this game is important for them just like it is for us. Uh, They would like to make that three and one to keep themselves relevant in the playoff picture where they just sit right outside of the the seven seed where I think right now the New York Jets actually have that spot. So this game could go a long way for them. Whereas for us, the Buffalo Bills are currently tied or actually they lose the tiebreaker to Miami due to the loss earlier in the season. So right now, the Miami Dolphins are the number one seed in the AFC East. This game will go a long way, especially seeing that this weekend the Miami Dolphins go up against the San Francisco 49ers, who a lot of people consider to be, you know, one of the top top contenders now in the NFC uh, since the trade deadline. They made some moves and they look very strong. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is playing some of the best football of his career. Um, Christian McCaffrey is playing big. So, so for Bills fans and Jets fans and Dolphins fans, we all hope that the San Francisco 49ers can handle business. But let's talk about this game, this Thursday night primetime game. Listen, the weather is exactly what you would expect it to be in Foxborough for December 1st. At game time, you can expect a clear, brisk, maybe brisk is the wrong word, but cold, brittle night. <laughs> just just very cold night. As weather.com has forecasted this night to be 34 degrees with winds going about 7 miles per hour, which isn't too bad. You know, when you think about the last time the Bills played the New England Patriots, it was in Orchard Park, and I believe it was one degree. It, yeah, no S, no S, no plural, just one degree. So, so 34 degrees is going to feel like a nice summer day to these guys when they play against each other. And I'm expecting it, I'm expecting it to be the game that all the, the, no dome, the team, no dome fans will love. This is the elements. This is the weather that 
football is made for, especially come December, especially come January. And I think it's going to be a beautiful game. So let's get into the injury report for the Patriots. Damian Harris and Isaiah Wynn are expected to miss this game uh, with limited practice this week. Uh, actually, they have a nice little list here. Um, Demarcus Jones, I believe, is going to play. He's questionable. Jacoby Myers, Jalen Mills are all questionable. Uh, but I expect those guys to play. They also have uh, a tackle and a, and a center out. I, for some reason, the, the report is not loading here. I believe it's uh, David Andres. I believe David Andres. And uh, they're ta- I can't remember, but he's expected to play as well. So I think the Patriots are going to be a lot healthier uh, than expected. They're only going to miss out, in my estimation, with Damian Harris and Isaiah Wynn. On the Bills side, obviously, Von Miller is a huge loss uh, after suffering that partially torn meniscus tear against the Lions uh, on Thanksgiving afternoon. Deion Dawkins is also expected to miss this game with an ankle injury. But several players missed this practice this week, uh, missed practices this week because of illnesses or an illness that seemed to kind of spread through the locker room. So you got uh, Quentin Morris, Demar Hamlin, Dane Jackson, Jaquan Johnson, Khalil Shakir. All those guys missed or were limited in practice to some capacity this week because of illness. But we are going to get back, and this is huge for the Buffalo Bills. We are going to get back Greg Rousseau, AJ Epinesa, and Tremaine Edmonds. They are all expected to play. I think everybody knows my love for Tremaine Edmonds and the reason why I love him so much. I think that, you know, getting him back will will absolutely make it difficult for Mac Jones to do the things that he likes to do over the middle when it comes to tight end play. And when it comes to, you know, even those receivers that I mentioned, Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker, they do some damage over the middle of that field at times when Mac Jones is on. And he's had two good games over the last couple of weeks. You do not want to see him repeat that against us tonight you don't want to see it so here are my thoughts and my things to look into for the game uh as usual you already know this begins and ends with me with josh allen you know we saw last week we saw some end of game heroics where you know he threw a late like an absolute laser just just it was an amazing throw and for a guy that has a sprained ucl you know it's it's just incredible to to see him continually make certain throws He's not doing it as consistently as he does, obviously, when he's healthy. But, you know, we saw the 70-yard bomb against the Jets, the play after he injured it. Now we see, you know, on Thanksgiving in the fourth quarter, he throws a bullet to Diggs over the middle to get in field goal range for Tyler Bass. And the rest of the game, you know, to me, in my opinion, has been less than stellar compared to what we've seen from Josh uh, over the course of the year and, and last season when he was considered to be, you know, like in the MVP conversation. This game is going to be tough, uh, not for the sake of, you know, I know when, when Bills fans look at the, the offense that the Patriots put on the field, it's almost like ah, they can't hang with us. They can't do it. Listen, I'm going to tell you, they have defense. And I know the last two times we played these guys, we haven't punted. I don't think it's the same situation for several reasons. First, uh, with Deion Dawkins missing this game, it's going to be a tall task to keep Josh Allen clean in the pocket. It is going to be tough. Now, I know that he can he can scramble, he gets away from guys, and he finds the running lanes, and he's very successful with that. But Spencer Brown hasn't had the greatest season at, at this point either, so you're going to be missing your, your starting left tackle, and then your starting right tackle is probably not, not playing as well as you would like to see. So when that happens and you're going against the league leader in sacks and Matthew Judon, who is a 
beast, by the way. I just want to remind everybody, Matthew Judon, I know we don't like him. He, he we, Last year he did the kind of, we call it a dirty play when he tried to trip Josh on the sideline. He didn't have a great game against us at all last season. But this year he is playing lights out. And the reason why we signed Von Miller is the reason why the Patriots signed Matthew Judon. And he is doing everything that he can to help the Patriots win every week. So that's the concerning part for me. He hasn't, Josh Allen hasn't looked sharp <laughs> since his elbow injury. He's had moments, like I mentioned, the, the throw to Diggs and, you know, the Vikings game. He had some really good throws in there as well. But he also had the interception where typically you see him make that pass to Gabriel Davis in overtime that wins the game. Because Dave, if he led him properly, Gabriel Davis makes that catch. Touchdown. Game over. Instead, he threw it. It was a little bit behind, a lot behind him, and it just went right to the defender. Interception. We're seeing Josh not make the plays that we're used to seeing him make. So even with the flashes, the consistency just hasn't been there to spread the ball around to the receivers. And I tell you what, as much as people don't want to talk about this and as much as people don't like it, we miss having somebody on the team like Cole Beasley. I'm not saying we miss Cole Beasley. I'm saying we miss having somebody on the team like Cole Beasley. Bills fans are still waiting, or at least me. I can't speak for the entire fan base, but I'm still waiting for Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox to be key pieces on offense. We're, you know, it's at the point where, you know, through 11 games, you know, these guys have 33 receptions a piece coming into this game. And we all know what Dawson Knox can be. We all know what Gabriel Davis can be. We've seen them both have monster games, but we need to see them have consistent games because Josh Allen has to be able to spread the ball around outside of Stefan Diggs. Now Diggs is going to be involved. We know this every year. It doesn't matter who's covering him. If they double team him. I think the only time that I've, I remember in recent memory, Stefan Diggs being completely shut down for a game was that Kansas City Chiefs game in the playoffs where Gabriel Davis stepped up and tied the NFL record for touchdowns in a playoff game. That's I don't expect to see Davis have a four touchdown, three touchdown game, but it would be nice when, when you know that the Patriots are going to try to take away our strength. And, and right now our strength is Stefan Diggs and it's Josh Allen scrambling. That, that's what it is. And with Deion Dawkins, like I mentioned earlier, with him being out, you really want to you really got to figure out how to get guys open quickly. You really want to figure out how to get guys involved. And it has to be Dawson Knox and it has to be Gabriel Davis. Now, we'll see today if the Buffalo Bills decide to elevate Smoke Brown. John Brown is back. He was signed to the practice squad last week. So we'll see if he's a weapon that the Bills feel confident enough, like, hey, he still knows the system or he still has familiar, familiarity with Josh Allen. Let's see if this guy can can jump right in and, and make a difference. Who knows? He was a guy that that ran some 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 nice screen plays and, and he was a security blanket in some regards for Josh Allen on third down. So let's see if they can, uh, you know, just bring that energy back and, and still do the same thing that they did when he was here. It would be interesting to see. I need it. <laughs> I need it because, you know, when you're going into this game short on receivers, I think we have, you know, it's, it's Diggs, Davis, McKenzie. Last week we had Gentry caught up, you know, with the, the injuries that we have. And it's just not fun when you're looking at this thing. And I know a lot of Bills fans, they want to see, you know, we, we traded for Naheem Hines at the trade deadline. We want to see him involved as a slot receiver. But I'll tell you what, 
beat me up for this bills fans i'm sure you will it's happened on twitter it's happened everywhere else i've had this conversation but the thing is if we traded for naheem hines to be a return specialist i'm i'm absolutely okay with that he's stellar when it comes to returning punts and kickoffs he's stellar so if that's why we have him that's why you use him but the thing is we didn't trade for christian mccaffrey we didn't trade for one of those guys that are game changers that comes to a team and can take over the offense. He is a good player. He is a good backup player. But right now you have two running backs who I think is playing better than anything that we've seen Naheem Hines do in his career as a running back. James Cook is finally stepping up and we're seeing the rookie look the way he looked in college. We're seeing those plays, the speed and the elusiveness. And Devin Singletary, are you kidding me? Devin Singletary is doing everything that we need him. The thing that I've been pounding the table for for the last three years, we need a run game so Josh Allen isn't running the ball and, and leading, the, you know, he's leading the team in rushing. And pe- now Josh can be a quarterback and run when he needs to, but at the same time, we can move the ball and control the clock with the running game. So I'm, I'm not the guy that is expecting Naheem Hines to be this world changing or this game changing um, offensive threat. I think he's dangerous with the ball in his hands. But I just don't see him being somebody that's going to take away reps from Devin Singletary, who's going to take away reps from even Isaiah McKenzie, who, you know, when 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 he's used properly, it looks like he makes plays. Last week against the Lions, I think he was our saving grace after Stephon Diggs. We didn't have a, a consistent weapon outside of Diggs until McKenzie stepped up. So I need to see I need to see the ball moved around. I need to see what they do on offense. How can Dorsey gets other players outside of Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs involved? That is what I'm paying attention to. Next, we talked about Von Miller. So no Von is concerning. Several reasons. Obviously, you know, he gets to the quarterback. Obviously, he puts pressure, but the the big part that comes to mind is stopping New England's run game. Now they're gonna be without Damian Harris, but I will tell you what. Ramondre Stevenson is the guy he's been the team's best offensive weapon this year and 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 listen last year before Miller joined the team the Bills run defense looked it looked like that was the weakness of the defense it looked like you threw us out there and we could shut down any passing attack that came up against us but when it came to the run game we were Swiss cheese that's what it looked like and We've had a pretty good – It was. it's a great turnaround this year for what the Buffalo Bills have been able to do on defense when it comes to the run game. Outside, For me, outside of the Jets game and that Packers game, I think the Buffalo Bills have done an amazing job at stopping the run. You know, we kept Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb to – I mean, less than they – barely, they barely made a difference. Then you talk about the Thanksgiving game. I know there were some touchdowns involved, but when you look at the yardage, uh, Jam- Jamal Williams and – DeAndre Swift have been a running they've been a running backs room to be reckoned with not against the Buffalo Bills we actually had we had to we had we shut them down we shut them down and that's what we've been doing all year so for me you go into a game where you see a guy like Ramondre Stevenson who has pretty much a thousand yards for the season or just over he has 680 yards on the ground and 359 receiving yards so far for the season this is going to be a game that you are going to miss Von Miller on the edge. You're going to miss having Von Miller on the line. So with Tremaine Edmonds being back, with with Matt Milano having the all-pro caliber season that we've seen him having, this is the game where I want to see those two guys keep this dude contained. 
Ramondre Stevenson is dangerous in any capacity that Bill Belichick chooses to use him in. It doesn't matter. Passing game, dangerous. Run game, dangerous. Now, he's going to get the bulk of the work. So we'll see, you know, if he if his stamina is up to par. We'll see if he can if he can handle the beating. We still have some pretty big guys up front. Daquan Johnson has been, I mean, Daquan Jones, I'm sorry. Uh, Daquan Jones has been playing lights out. Lights out. Tim Settle is a big body up there. We got Greg Rousseau back. We got Ed Oliver. He was defensive player of the week. Shout out to Ed. Shout out to Big Ed. Shout out to Big Ed for being defensive player of the week. He absolutely dominates every year on Thanksgiving. And I I just would love to see him carry some of that energy over. Uh, It's another Thursday night game. Maybe it's Thursday night. Maybe it's not just Thanksgiving. Maybe it's Thursday. Carry that energy over for us, Big Ed. I need to see you in the run game. Be disruptive. I need to see you get to the quarterback. So, you know, and that's the second part about losing Von Miller. Von, you know, no, he's not leading the league in sacks like Matthew Judon, but guess what? He's making it very difficult for for quarterbacks that go against the Buffalo Bills to do their job. Mac Jones hasn't been great this season, but he's had a couple good games in a row. He looked really good against the Vikings. We need to get in the backfield. So stop the run, and we need to get in the backfield to disrupt his timing. So Greg Rousseau being back, that's huge. It's huge. We're not going to get Vaughn back until the Jets game. Greg, it's time to step up. Boogie Basham, it's time to step up. Uh, AJ Epinesa, we spent a lot of capital, a lot of draft capital in the early rounds of the draft over the last few years. It's time to see these guys step up, do their jobs. And they've been doing pretty well, but at the same time, that's with Von Miller in the lineup. It seems when Von is in, the entire lineup looks like they're ready to dominate. So I need to see that again. And then the last point uh, is chess versus checkers. This comes down for me to Bill Belichick going head-to-head against Sean McDermott. Bill Belichick is still considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach of all time in the NFL. And so including the playoffs, Sean McDermott is 4-7 and seven against the Patriots. Eesh, right? That sounds bad. Now, the first, first couple of years, Tom Brady was still down there. We get it. He dom- Tom Brady just dominated the Bills. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Since Sean McDermott has done his thing. Sean McDermott has done his thing. Uh, there was a, a close game there when, when my man Cam Newton was in New England. We, uh, won that game with the last minute you know, strip fumble or whatever you want to call it when Cam Newton was scrambling. Big game, big game there, right? Uh, but it doesn't matter about the pass. This is the new season. We can't look at the 47 to 17 win of the playoffs last year. We can't look at the two no punt games last year. This is a new season. And right now, the way the Buffalo Bills have been playing, they haven't been playing up to par to where you're, you're looking at you know, they, they just haven't been playing to the point where, okay, we know for sure we're going to go in and dominate this Patriots team. They just haven't. They just haven't. And the Buffalo Bills are considered to be the best team. 
You know, we have the depth. We have the quarterback. We have the defense. But guess what? The Patriots have a great defense. We went on offense, but they have a great defense, and they've been able to hold teams. They've been able to keep teams from scoring to allow Mac Miller or uh, Mac Miller. Wow, I, I'm about to go listen to music when I'm done with this. Uh, but they allow Mac Jones to keep them in games. If the Patriots are close at the end of the game and they're able to control the clock, I mentioned Ramondre Stevenson. He's dangerous. And you you have to remember, they also signed two very good tight ends. They're going to be Mac's favorite targets this game. We need to figure out. Coach McDermott will have to get the – we'll have to get points on the board early. We have to first get – the Patriots away from running the ball. Don't put the ball in Ramondre Stevenson's hands because if you do, there's no chance you're coming back because the Bills have scored so much so quickly at the beginning of the game. I want to see how this matchup between McDermott and Belichick is going to play out. We're going to have to, especially after this week, you know, we, we talked about last week, how it was a short turnaround. The Bills weren't able to practice because of the snow and because of the travel arrangements and all that. This week is a completely different issue, but it's the same problem. There was illness in the locker room this week. So you got guys who, A, didn't practice, but then also, B, you know how it is after you get over the flu or whatever sickness it is. When you get done, when you're okay to go back to work you're still kind of dragging a bit these guys are going to have to find a way to to manage rotations while still winning matchups on each possession that is going to be key and this is technically i know you know so the game against the browns was a home game but we had to travel to detroit for that so this is the bills third home or third away game in 12 days third in 12 days Look, you can't you can't overstate the amount of travel and wear and tear on players' bodies, and that is a major concern for me. We're getting key players back, but I'm, I'm cautious. It's a lot of action in a short amount of time, with a lot of travel, minimal rest, guys being sick, not a lot of practice. Sean McDermott, show me you're that dude, and I know he is. I'm not really questioning him in that way. It's just something that I'm looking to see him prove everybody right about you know like Sean McDermott is he's the best coach that the Buffalo Bills have had since Marv leaving I expect him to continue to show that that's going to be the case so you know and and I'm hopeful that you know last point here I'm hopeful that Allen is is actually healthy as well you know we, we've seen him over the last couple of weeks with that elbow injury does not make some some key throws that we expect him to or he overthought some things and he just hasn't looked sharp this is the first week we've seen him practice in full since the injury so I'm hoping that, you know, this final stretch of the season, and, and I mentioned this after this game, we have the kind of like the half by to kind of get healthy again. I am hoping, I am hoping that the Buffalo Bills are sharp and ready for the final stretch of the season to win the AFC East. I still think we have a shot at the top seed as well. I know um, the Kansas City Chiefs look like they might not lose a game any given Sunday. That's why you play the game. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I think we could do it. I think we could do it. All right. So listen, 
Let me talk a little bit about my people over at DraftKings, my buddies, my friends, my pals, okay? They are the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and it is the place to go when betting on this Thursday and, and really just any holiday season, you know, for the holiday season, any, any game this year. So new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Let me say it again. If you're a new customer, you can bet $5 on any NFL team to win. And then when that team wins, you get 150 bucks in free bets. Plus, everybody, not just new customers, everybody can earn up to 100% boosters with DraftKings step-up same-game parlays. So this is what you need to do. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code 5questions. Spell it out. 5questions. Place a $5 bet on any team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. Do it. The code, again, is five questions, and that's only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 in most eligible states. You know, it varies by jurisdiction. Make it happen. Go win that money. And talk about winning some money every single week. I do a same game parlay, and y'all know I try to hit y'all with the heat. Last week, I missed out. We didn't get... We didn't get the participation from from Dawson Knox like I expected, but I'm gonna tell you this week I'm gonna expand my I'm gonna expand it a little bit uh, I, because I have some some vested interest in some of the the Patriots players. I want those guys to lose, but I also want it to be a good game. And and for fantasy purposes, I need some of these guys to perform. So every week, you know, I do it. I talk about it. DraftKings puts it up on their homepage for everybody to listen to, for all the Bills fans and for everybody around the country to follow. This week, let's get into mine, okay? Mac Jones, I'm going to hold his passing yards under 219 and a half yards. Under. Mac Jones, under 219 and a half. Devin Singletary, rushing yards over 59 and a half. Book it. Book it, okay? My man Stefan Diggs, receiving yards over 69 and a half. I can't remember the last time. I just I just can't remember the last time that Diggs didn't get his targets. I know we had some moments in the first half of the, the Thanksgiving game where everybody's like, why is he only targeted or not targeted? Listen, he still gets his targets and he ends up eating at the end of the game. Receiving yards, 69 and a half, over. Take it. And then lastly, my man Ramondre Stevenson, who I've been talking about being a beast, rushing yards over 44 and a half. I think that's actually going to be an easy one to hit. I don't think there's any way that that uh, Ramondre Stevenson is like completely shut down in his game. You know, I think, I think the dude is a beast and I try not to give the Patriots too many compliments, but I tell you what, the Ramondre Stevenson is one of those guys that uh, I envy when I watch the Patriots. I, I, I just envy the energy. I, I, I envy, you know, the way he runs, the way he fits into that offense. And he just, you know, he's a weapon that if Mac Jones can ever figure it out, man, and they keep Stevenson like this, it could be it could be something serious and something dangerous. So let's go for it one more time. Mac Jones passing yards under 219 and a half. Devin Singletary rushing yards over 59 and a half. Stefan Diggs receiving yards over 69 and a half. And Ramondre Stevenson is going to go over 44 and a half yards. Y'all could go ahead and book it. Is is I already told y'all it's money. It's money. Listen, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed the game. Have a great evening. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, don't drink and drive. If you're going to the game, represent well, represent Bill's Mafia the way that we do. And do me a favor. 
If you're listening to this podcast and you have anything that you want to talk about next week or any week going forward, please leave us some comments or send us an email and let us know what you would like us to cover. If you have any type of uh, just any type of commentary, anything you want to talk about, hit me up, leave me some feedback. I would love to hear from you and everybody enjoy it. Go Bills. <laughs>